Hello and welcome back to the Now We Know Show, the show where we discuss a topic of interest and by the end we will have learned something new and hopefully you will too. I'm Zach. I'm Buzz. I'm Jack. And I'm Glenn. And in this episode we're discussing First Contact. Ooh. My favourite Star Trek film. Actually we really should be doing the <laughs> Close Encounters. How's that one go? If you enjoy the Now We Know Show podcast, why not support Zach World Productions on our Patreon page? Become an official ZWP patron for as little as £1 a month for exclusive early access to all our latest episodes, videos, behind the scenes, updates and more. So, we're back in the studio and welcoming our special guest and our ancient alien theorist, Glenn's back in the studio. You might remember Glenn from our Bigfoot episode. Yes, that was all the way back. In episode seven. Seven. Wow, what a flashback. Wow. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks uh, for inviting me back again. Uh, we know that you've got a lot to say on this subject. Uh, <laughs> the subject we're covering this week is all based on the UFOs, or as they're known, UAPs, that have been shot down over North America in the past few days. Uh, so we're going to discuss that. It's all hypothetical, but I'm sure we're going to have a fantastic and fascinating conversation. Shout out to our UAP and UFO episode we also did. Oh, yes, we did. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back, listen to that, because we did an episode all about UAPs, which was fascinating. But before we get stuck into that, let's go straight into our little topical note of Word Word of of the the Week. week. Word of the 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 week. Every time. Every time. Okay. Word of the week is all about old English words we don't use anymore. All you have to do is write down what you think it means in the comments. We will then reveal what it means at the end of the episode so you can find out if you got it right. So pay attention, Glenn. The word of the week this week is. It's making him laugh already. Mumpsimus. Mumpsimus. Spelt M U M P S I M U S. Mumpsimus. Get a cream for that. <laughs> Mumpsimus. Yeah, I think you've got, got a dose of the Mumpsimus. We can all share our theories at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Sounds like you definitely need to watch out for chafing. I thought it was a character from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> anyway, we'll find out at the end. But first of all, let's get straight into the main topic subject of this, uh, this podcast, and that is the phenomenon which has occurred. Uh, since the 4th of February. So uh, as, as we're recording today, we're the 15th of February. So it's all very new. Mm. Uh, and hence why we decided to all jump into the studio and bring Glenn in because he's our specialist on this. Uh, we're going to, uh, you can fill in as a little bit of background on yourself in a minute, Glenn. Um, but just to cover the events for those that probably have heard about them, but if you haven't, uh, on February the 4th, over South Carolina, that was when the infamous Chinese spy balloon was spotted and then shot down. Mm. Uh, that was pretty obvious what that was, wasn't it, guys? It's like the Death Star. I mean, you've all seen that on the news? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we've seen that balloon. We saw pretty close-up images of the balloon mm. and then live-action video of it being shot down uh, and then images of it being dredged out of the, out of the sea, I believe. However... That prompted the US government to tweak its uh, radar filters, I believe, from what I've learned over watching different news broadcasts. And subsequently, they then spotted other 
unidentified UAPs, which for those who don't know, uh, traditionally we all call these things UFOs, unidentified flying objects, but that's kind of in recent years been superseded, as we discussed in our previous episode, uh, by the term UAP. UAP meaning unidentified aerial phenomenon. The reason that got changed is because they decided that some of these things that were being spotted, and you might be familiar uh, with the term the Tic Tac. Mm -hmm. That's what we talked about. Yeah, we talked about the Tic Tac ones. Don't actually fly in the conventional term of flying Mm. because they stop. They defy physics. Yeah, they defy physics. So so they decided to drop UFO for uh, UAP. Uh, no, so I still use the term UFOs. I, I've got no problem simply with it. because I sound drunk when I try and pronounce phenomenon. Okay. So anyway, however, right. So that was February the fourth, February the tenth, over Alaska, um, they spotted another UAP or for Glenn UFO, um, <laughs> and it was described that it was most likely not a balloon. Right. They shot that down and it broke into pieces. Didn't they say it was like the size of a car or something? Roughly? Well, yes, they did. Mm. I've actually got that on my notes. That particular one was described as an object which was flying and was the size of a small car. Mm-hmm. Have we had any further uh, elaboration well, on this that? Is, this is where we'll go with this. This is where we're going to go with this. Then, February the 11th, over the Yukon, suddenly another UAP was spotted, which dis- was described as a cylindrical object. Which tic-tac. again, they tic tac, mm. yeah, which they shot down. And that was also went further on, was described that that was flying without any visible form of propulsion. Ooh. Which okay. is what we were saying with the tic tacs. They were like shooting in and out of water and. That's right. Yeah. And, and then and they would stop and then suddenly fly off yeah. vertically and things like that. So that matches up. So you got the 4th of February, followed by the 10th, then the 11th, and then believe it or not, on the 12th of February over Michigan an octagonal structure with strings or wires hanging from it was also shot down, described as not having any type of payload. Ooh, like a metal ox- octopus. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like a jellyfish. <laughs> okay. That one to me sounded more like a possible some kind of balloon thing. Yeah. But the ones that uh, appeared over Alaska and the Yukon both have that kind of tic-tac feel to them. Have okay. we had any kind of official kind of Well, that's what you asked response a moment ago, from that? And that's interesting because with the Chinese spy balloon, that was all over the news immediately. Mm. Images of it, images, live video of it being shot down, images of it being dredged out of the water, but on these other ones, nothing. Now, Glenn, I'm going to bring you in here yeah. because we're having, little, <laughs> we're having a little chat before we came into the studio, and you said something about uh, yeah, you so were keen on listening I to was, the broadcast um, from uh, the I US was, government. Yeah, I was just finishing up work the night before last, and I knew there was going to be a White House press conference on the subject. So uh, I was actually late leaving work because I wanted to check, check this conference, and um, the press secretary came out. Introduced another fella, um, and they pretty much denied that it was um, alien. I, I saw well, they didn't even deny it. They just uh, they had a lot of questions, yeah. and they were kind of like they ruled it out. They were ruled pretty it much, out. pretty yeah. much. Um, but I think we all know um, the U.S. government, especially when it comes to UFOs or UAPs, are not quite straightforward. Dating all the way back to the Roswell incident, and um, also another incident over Los Angeles during the Second World War, where um, 
uh, a lot of World War II uh, military artillery just opened up on what they thought was a, a UAP at the time flying over mm -hmm. Los Angeles. I think we covered, did we it's cover that on the last one? We may, may well have covered that on, yeah. the, on our last one. So anyway, Glenn, we've got you back in the studio and you are our ancient aliens theorist, as <laughs> I'd love to introduce you. Uh, do you want to give us a bit of background? Because you, you do, did tell me earlier that uh, your family have yeah, connections so with the, I've with the space. I've got a couple of um, family members, uh, one of which isn't with us anymore, unfortunately. Um, but uh, my my mum's uncle, uh, Laurie Turner, used to work um, for NASA. Actually, I don't think it was even called NASA back then. But he was one of the guys working in Australia who um, would uh, listen and talk to the Apollo missions uh, when they went out of range of um, Houston. The Apollo missions which may or may not have been real. They were real. <laughs> they were real. They were real. They were real. <laughs> Just point that one. Great Uncle Laurie, he spoke to the astronauts. Take, if you, if you take that, proof, Flat Earthers. We have an episode about that. Yeah, yeah. that is true. That is Plug. true. <laughs> well, uh, my cousin does have um, recordings of the conversations between him and the astronauts. Uh, they are available on the website as well. Yeah. Was this when they were taking a coffee break on the, on the, <laughs> the set. film set? <laughs> No, I'm adjusting um, the wires. <laughs> but also, my, my dad has worked um, for the space program over the last uh, 30, 40 years mm -hmm. in various varying degrees. Um, there's currently items up on Mars at the moment, which my dad has built. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so you're, you've got, you and your family have got quite a background in yeah, space yeah. exploration. I, I mean, this, this, this isn't me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not clever enough to be um, an engineer like my dad. No, but it must have had, as I say, you, has, you've got yeah. such a fascination in this subject and why, why we rushed you into the studio today. Mm. Um, but this is obviously, you must have chatted to your dad, chatted to your family um, and have opinions on extraterrestrials. Yeah. Um, Actually, that's a, I'm going to interrupt. That's a good place I think we should start because mm. we, after we did our UFO UAP uh, podcast, we decided we were going to come along and do one further about extraterrestrials. Mm. So let's let's start on that basis with this conversation. Okay, let's just say that uh, as we go along, we're going to discuss whether we think or if these uh, UAPs possibly could be extraterrestrial. But as a as a base, where do we all stand on extraterrestrials? Yeah, do we do we think there's extraterrestrial life or not? I'm I'm kind of of the thought that obviously the uh, the universe is supposed to be like infinitely huge. So are we are we talking about our universe or the multiverse? Or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's, there's that's so, the so many new theories coming that's in. That's the now. thing. The mm. fact it's so large, the chances that we are the only thing that is alive in the universe is unlikely. That's yeah. why I kind it's of it's like, got to be something. So, out so there. Jack, you're th you're throwing your hat in the ring and saying, as far as you're concerned, I think yes. The possibility of extraterrestrial life in some form mm. is a is a big yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, I don't necessarily believe that they've visited, and I'll bring up why a bit okay. later on. But okay, I'll be li yeah. looking forward to finding out about that. Over to Glenn. Um, they they exist. Um, they have been here. I have seen things that I really can't explain. Um, I would love to get into that if you'd like me to. Yeah, we're, we're a bit further down the conversation. Okay. So you're a definite thumbs up. Oh, yes. yes. Extraterrestrials. Uh, Zach, come on. I mean, there are so many planets and stars that even we can see in our galaxy. Mm. There has got to be yeah. some form of alien life, intelligence, something out there. We can't be the only ones. Is it scarier to think that there are things out there, or is it scarier to think that we are the only things out there? I think there? that's more scary. <laughs> I, well, that's an interesting point that you say there, Jack, because I think that, that is some, some of those things 
sometimes when people feel that they suddenly feel in the vastness of the cosmos that mm. they are such an insignificant small tiny creature on a little rock that if they were the only thing they don't want to they don't, don't yeah, want to don't want to think about don't it. want to think about it's it it's incomprehensible yeah. so, Sim- similar question to kind of the same area is if they're out there is it safer to contact or is it safer not which to is contact? A, which is an area i want to bring up <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna finish this little round off by throwing my hat in the ring and i'm gonna say yes extraterrestrial life i don't have any imaginations that it doesn't exist what for whether it's a high intelligence or low intelligence, just I don't know. Or yeah, but the you just crunch the numbers. The fact that we are one galaxy amongst billions in a huge supercluster known as the Lanakea, and that um, you know, just on our own planet, uh, we have volcanic vents mm. at the deepest parts of our ocean. That only until very recent years we've had the technology to be able to send down uh, small. Uh, submersibles to actually view these vents and these vents are spewing out sulfur and all sorts of really toxic chemicals Mm. pitch black so no sunlight so you think that uh, life would require sunlight but they are teeming with life that is developed over millions and millions of years and they've got their own ecosystems around these vents as you get away from the vents where the water gets cooler then life isn't you know Mm. about but the vents are very very populated you get places in our own solar system for example like uh, Europa one of the moons around Jupiter covered in ice but we've in recent years seen that that's spewing out venting water from Mm. fissures in the ice which leads to the idea that it's very probable that there is volcanic uh, action going on inside the core of, Mm. of that moon so if you've got the same uh, chemical basis that you'd have on planet Earth, there is no reason to think you couldn't have similar life developing around volcanic vents on a moon. Aliens. Yeah, exactly. But that that would be still life off our planet, still extraterrestrial, but not one that would be giving you a phone on your on your mobile anytime <laughs> soon. But that doesn't mean, in the course of how old our universe is, that life intelligent life hasn't developed for me it's the numbers it just says yes there has to be life out there whether or not that life has the the capability of going across interstellar space Mm. or just our understanding of physics as we know at the moment they know more and so an intelligent life form finds it that much easier to travel those what we consider huge incomprehensible distances but they can do it very easily i don't know but or have they been here since the ancient Egyptian times? Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so I've definitely thrown my hat in. Yes, extraterrestrial life must exist out there in the universe. So there we go. So uh, we're all there, but we've got all different ideas on that. Okay. So what about these UFOs? We're just speculating in this podcast that if they were extraterrestrial or alien, what was that other thing we came out? Inner terrestrial wasn't one of the other theories. <laughs> yeah, if they're coming from uh, beyond the ice wall, or <laughs> <laughs> through a through a parallel universe or something. But anyway, if they're extraterrestrial, how would people accept that? How would how would we feel uh, as people if we suddenly one day you woke up and per- saying, personally, I kind of think 
that there's going to be a certain degree of the population that's going to be like Independence Day on top of a skyscraper with like we love you aliens it's just going to it's going to change everything yeah the Absolutely whole perception everything. of like deities yeah. and gods is going to be Religion, completely yeah. Well, yeah, we'll messed have, up we'll have to discuss the religious part of it but i love the idea that they would come here I, I, like i say i think they're still here I, I think they're already here and i think they've already made contact with certain areas um, of society but you know, if if I could send a message out to the stars, to any aliens that are looking to come here, honestly, with the and I hate to be a bit of a downer on this, but the way the planet is at the moment, I would say stay away. Yeah, it's we need to fix our own problems on this planet. It's a sinking ship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's a sinking ship, um, but yeah. Interesting enough, I literally have just, I felt my phone buzz, and I literally uh, had a, uh, my cousin Cliff, bless him, um, sent in a message that says, researchers estimate there are four malicious extraterrestrial civilizations in our galaxy. Yeah, I've heard told that you. one this as well. Is, this is just pop, come up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, there is... Um, step out the booth, there's going to be yeah. nothing left. <laughs> there, there was a thing that came about from the late 60s, early 70s, of um, different classifications of aliens that have already visited. Obviously, you've got the greys, uh, and you've got the reptilians. Oh, reptilians. Um, yep. And uh, I think another one was more more of a furry kind of uh, big creature. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but... Um, oh, what was the other name for the Bigfoot? The... Uh, oh, oh well, Sasquatch. Come on, think about Aaron. it. I'll think about it. Yeah. Man. Oh, there was another group that uh, we were saying that they were kind of multidimensional creatures. Yeah. <laughs> what did you call you, the, skunk, the skunk monkey. The skunk monkey. Oh, <laughs> skunk ape. Well, the skunk ape, yeah, they're, they're um, mostly Florida. Anyway, let's get off the Bigfoot Go listen to the Bigfoot one. Anyway, as you were saying. Um, yes, yeah, so classifications for different um, alien visitors um, have been around since the 60s. The same as different classifications of uh, UAPs, but of course a lot's changed since then. Um, uh, back then a lot of people would say it was your regular saucer-shaped thing, but... These days, apart from the stuff that's been seen in the last week, um, mostly triangular shapes. Yeah, I've seen lots of, of, of those. We discussed those in our podcast as well. And that's that's uh, brings me on to the one of the things that I have seen. Go for and it. And this Go is going it. back about 10 years now. I was driving from my town. It was about a 15-mile journey to where I lived. Um, okay, well, that says one thing. You weren't drunk. <laughs> I was not <laughs> drunk, no. <laughs> And there was a perfect triangle of, of three lights up in the sky. Right. Which, I saw it, I pointed it out to uh, my then-girlfriend, and she was like, meh. But the interesting thing about that was, a few days later, uh, exactly the same thing was seen in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. Wow. Mm. How bright were the lights? Were they the stars? Or? They were brighter than everything else in the sky. Now, I know when you're driving, it's very difficult to tell whether something's moving or static. It yeah? was static. Mm. So, But you were sure that that was static? Yeah. It was just static. Was it, it a great height, a low height, altitude-wise? It yeah. was lower than your average commercial flight. And were they blinking lights or no, static? No, they were, they were on. Just really like three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was... I worked it out to be roughly about just south of Royston. Right, okay. Uh, for those people who know where Royston that's, is. That's Royston, <laughs> not Royston Vasey. Yes. <laughs> just to point out. I mean, they, they were a bit lost if they ended up in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they popped into the wrong I was going to say, you know, well, I tried Royston, went, yeah, no, we go, we go, <laughs> we go stateside. Well, I mean, you've also got Stansted Airport there. Mm -hmm. You've got 
Duxford Air Museum. Well, you've got a lot of military uh, bases around here. And yes, well. there is uh, an RAF. Um, well, we're right next to one. Mm. <laughs> next to RAF Enlo. Yeah, there's uh, an RAF listening station um, just outside Royston as well. Right. Oh, is that the, you're talking about the one that's got the uh, the, the satellite dishes? That one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's often, uh, near the often, Silver Ball Cafe. Yeah, I often drive past there, yeah. Mm. Well, so you're pretty convinced that the aliens, we might, we'll come back to the, visit, revisit the fact that you feel they've been here for some time. Mm. Um, but going back to the, the reaction side of it, I posted up on social media yesterday. I wanted to get some feedback from, from uh, friends and mm. see what they came back. And I had... Uh, one from Martin, who said uh, it would be panic, panic, more panic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everybody's going to get a panic. Um, going to the galaxy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we got John, who says uh, he thinks it'd be a good thing, um, but people are dumb, so they'll, they'll just be panicking. <laughs> okay, yeah. more panic. Uh, Simon, um, he said, I think these few sightings and shoot-downs of unknown objects may be the powers that be are testing the water for some kind of disclosure. Ooh, so we got possible disclosure coming up. Got another one, Eris, who says, uh, with fear leading to panic and violence, just look at how many people uh, view refugees and asylum seekers. Oh. <laughs> so, Stay away from that one. Okay, so <laughs> we don't want any more aliens. That's what they're saying, basically. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm fine with asylum seekers, etc. We're we're, yeah. we're totally neutral on yeah. the now we know show. Um, but you never know those naughty aliens, you know. Illegal aliens. There'd be more wanting to move into Luton. We wait and see. Um, Mickey, uh, the population would be hugely divided, said Mickey. Uh, the same as with uh, things that are different or considered not normal. Many would embrace it. Some would be too scared to speak up. They might want to embrace it, but. Uh, They'd be bullied by other people into submission. Uh, and hate uh, due to fear and ignorance would probably uh, be See, part of I it. I also think you're going to get a large group of people which are just going to not believe it. Well, that's the kind of way I feel. It would be, uh, you know, you're going to get people who say, oh, you know, at last the aliens have, are here. It's real. It's happening. But then equally, it doesn't matter how much footage or you show somebody they're going to say yeah. no it's all CGI they're, they're covering for something Some else <laughs> well it's funny you said that because when all this started happening I started looking into what possibly certain elements of the government were trying to push through law wise mm -hmm. and there wasn't much there wasn't much but um, no I, I think I, uh, I read something quite a few years ago now um, that some conspiracy theorists were saying that um, the governments were going to put forward a false flag operation involving um, alien invasion. Mm -hmm. um, and they were going to do this by using different sorts of technology, uh, augmented reality, um, holographics, laser shows, that kind of thing. Um, which brings me to a, a point about laser shows. Something else happened last week while all these UFOs being shot down. Our UAPs were being shot down. In Hawaii, there was um, writing projected with lasers from orbit. From orbit? From orbit. So not from ground to orbit, but from orbit. Yeah. Well, the powers that be say it was from orbit. Okay, I, I, can't, um, I haven't heard this story. So Now, I've, I've seen the footage of it, um, and it looks like anybody out there has seen the Matrix films where all the green lettering yeah. comes yeah, down yeah. and forms images. So that's basically what it was. It was this green uh, Where was lettering. it displayed? 
Was it in the sky? In the sky. Yeah. Now you you can only do that with lasers if there's something there, like a cloud or oh, a yeah, fog or a mist. There was no cloud or fog or mist that I could see. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also look at it from another point of view. It was very convenient that this this writing in the sky, which apparently was from orbit, just so happens to be right in front of um, a large teleco- te- te- <laughs> telescope. <laughs> telescope. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was, uh, yeah, it wasn't SETI, but it was, it was something along those lines. So maybe they were trying to contact. I don't know. I think it was projected on the side of the dome. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Flat Earth again. <laughs> oh, flat, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, for those who don't know, you can't get any more than 62 miles up into the air because otherwise you hit the invisible barrier. In theory. In theory. There are no extraterrestrials because you can't get outside the dome. There is no space out there. Anyway, forget about the Flat Earthers for a moment. Um, yeah, so that's that's interesting. I'm going to look into that one, Glenn, after, after this, this. I mean, they say it came from a, a Chinese satellite, but I've yet to the see. Chinese are getting it in the neck at the moment. Yeah, they really are. Did it say anything like specific, or was it just random? Yeah, did it have an image of launch from what I could <laughs> see? It was just random. It, it wasn't even um, like English lettering. It was what you see in the Matrix, Ooh, okay. which is I thought that was like binary, zeros like and ones. Binary, is binary. Um, maybe. maybe. No, it wasn't binary. It's almost like. Um, Somebody got their back garden projector <laughs> wired up the wrong not, way. <laughs> not hieroglyphics. Okay. Uh, there's, is it kinoform? Is that what okay. it's called? Okay. Something like that. Yeah, symbols and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll definitely have to look into this after the show. So, uh, in terms of what we think would happen. Yeah, so to, to the general public. If you woke, so let's just go for the premise. So Rishi we Sunak, wake up in the morning. Rishi, Rishi Sunak, Sunak is on the TV. Press conference. The president of the United States, Biden, is on the TV. Yeah. Everybody's on the TV saying aliens have made first contact. You can either right. So it's either going to go one of two ways. Possibly, it's either going to be here's one now. They're ready to speak to us, uh-huh. and they'll speak to everyone, or everyone panic <laughs> because yeah. well, from, they've got better guns than us from those posts that i was uh, reading out from yesterday uh, the majority were expecting people to panic mm. to yeah. Be honest. yeah i can see that happening um it, now, field day for the doomsday preppers <laughs> I, well, I didn't want to mention that but as you've brought it up um yeah i would treat it as any other kind of um can i swear on this Shit hit the fan. Yeah, you can say that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. fine. (laughs) Yeah. um, So it's civil unrest. You know, you just uh, look out and protect your family as best you can until it all passes over. You know, go to the Winchester, have a cold pint, and let it all blow over, type thing. So, uh, yeah. Broadway, if you're going by Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it seems we all live actually around here. Oh, and I was in the movie, yeah. Bingo, bingo, <laughs> card. bingo card. Bingo card. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one because if people are going to suddenly uh, panic and raid the shops for the toilet rolls again, like in COVID, um, and get civil unrest because they're worried the aliens are invading, uh, that's going to cause not only a lot of issues for local authorities to deal with that but it's going to really show us up in front of any intelligent life form isn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> i think we made a bit of a, a, a cock up <laughs> i going think out. maybe we should turn around and but my the thing i was saying earlier about why i don't think they visited i don't know if that's the right term but i feel like if they had the technology to get here mm-hmm. would they not then why would they be so easily like shot down and things if if by our our weaponry if it's if they're so much more advanced than we are yeah um no, they, that is a good question they were talking about this on on lbc actually a couple of days ago um if they've got that technology 
you know, how can we shoot them down? So, and, and this brings me to possibly bursting the bubble on this. It's possible that they're not alien. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's possible that they are some kind of human-made drone that we're not aware of. But do you think any of the superpowers actually, you know, have that kind of technology to fly these Tic Tacs? And if things were kind such of take, would they own up to that? Elon? Yeah, such velocity. <laughs> and, well, the Tic Tacs are a different kind of question, but the ones that have been shot down over the last few days weren't travelling nearly at the same speed or manoeuvres as the Tic Tac. I've looked at it, I just can't find any definite information on those kind of areas of it, the, the speed. Yeah, there's... I mean, they, I'll they, be they, honest, they, that is just rumour I've yeah, heard. They, they, they have literally, the most cl- information I've managed to get out is, is that, that I can confirm is, is the, they were flying at an altitude that would interfere with domestic uh, planes, mm. hence why the order was given to shoot them down because they were a hazard to commercial flights. Yeah, they didn't want to have a mid-air collision with a plane. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the question still is posed if they were of a higher intelligence that has produced these things. Oh, let's face it, if they were the product of a superpower, you know, on the, on the planet, they were totally ter- terrestrial in, in their uh, origin, um, you'd think that they'd still be able to be hard to shoot down yeah. unless it's a balloon mm-hmm. like with the first one you know because th- we've seen some of these uaps and they the velocity and the way they can change direction is just crazy is there a chance a, that they could have come from somewhere that weaponry doesn't even exist so they're not prepared for well that would be a, a, a very valid su- uh, suggestion because, because if anything you think war has probably held us back technologically yes. well it's done both hasn't it mm. war has prepared propelled us yeah. forwards but in many ways has held us back yeah. uh, and in lots of ways it's kind of given monkeys very dangerous weapons when too uh, too soon and too fast <laughs> maybe know. they wanted to be shot down well they were, they were the vanguard yeah. they were blanks i mean that, that would be an interesting for, for think what you just said because uh, we're talking hypothetical here so we can just kick <laughs> these ideas around but if you were uh, an alien race you might want to say okay if we send down a couple of these um, probes with these high technology on board then let them shoot them down and we're going to gather the information from that straight away mm, and we'll anal- analyze yeah. what their tactical capabilities are <laughs> like I, I wonder what as a species we could take from the wreckage. Yeah. Well, they're just sitting there watching the apes just pull their machinery apart. And <laughs> you know, I mean, but as you said earlier, Glenn, you were saying about what, I think you sort of started to mention about what's the motivation of an alien race yeah. coming through through interstellar space yeah. to explore. And I, I've got two definite theories on that, if I can chuck those out there first uh, for us to discuss. I think that if you've got an alien race that is on their home planet and they maybe have expanded to occupy other local planets in their solar system or whatever mm. but they've developed to a to to a, a level that they can travel through interstellar space within the space of their own lifetimes is that what that's the way we conceive it mm. yeah we don't conceive maybe saying you're going on a ship and you're going to get to this next galaxy but you'll be four or five six generations down the line the people that start are going to be long dead we we always like to think that they can nip around within their lifespan so if you've got a race that's developed technology that they can do that and they are going out into interstellar space into we've got our galaxy the milky way if might just be completely confined to our galaxy only because that's a lot of 
empty space between us and the next galaxy. So if you're galaxy hopping, that's an even greater skill, skill if you can do that. But let's just say you've got an alien race that has the motivation and the capability to get that far. It, it's always struck me as it's surely it's got to go one of two ways. It's either got to be a race that has transcended themselves to such a point of exploration that that's what they want to do to explore, to expand their knowledge, to, as you say, meet other uh, civilizations in in, in their galaxy or in the universe um, totally peacefully because they've got to that level or conquest is what they're after they're Hopefully after <laughs> so but but surely conquest is the other driving force you want to go out there you find that you can you you've, if, if you're a civilization you resources yeah if you're a civilization that's gobbled up your resources mm. and you need to move to other planets to take resources and you find you, that's the way you develop you are an aggressive species that is hopping from planets and solar system to solar system and basically building new outposts and things that in itself would be another motivation conquest and, and see, look at the parallels with us so that's let, what let, we're maybe, aiming yeah. to do so, so maybe let, it's us from the future unless you guys as a, as a can, please, please chuck in on this unless you guys can come in <laughs> with anything else I, I just think for me logically that's the two lines mm. it's either you've got to have a race which is looking for uh, knowledge mm. and is perfectly sane and calm and you know just just exploration yeah or one which is aggressive well maybe this these ones that they've sent out were hypothetically yep. exploration we've shot one down they go bugger that we're not going to go anywhere near them let's go somewhere else and find somewhere that's a bit so, more so what do you what do you i would hope that a race if they have that kind of technology um they wouldn't need to strip planets for their resources mm-hmm. i mean the human race itself at the moment we're growing food from virtually nothing i mean they're Insects. Uh, everybody's eating insects at the moment. This is true, but we've all seen V. There's nothing. Well, so an yeah. alien race doesn't <laughs> consider us to be the insects. That's very true. I said That's to my, one of my friends on social media the other day when he was just chatting to me about it, and I said, "Well, if it's if it is the uh, preempt to a, an alien invasion, let's hope they're vegan." Um, and if <laughs> they are reptilian, the I, I could do <laughs> a highway, boobs. interstellar highway. <laughs> um, now the ex- I hope it's exploration, but if I was gonna make contact. With another race, um, in the name of exploration, I wouldn't be flying UAPs around their planet. I would, I, I well, would listen into localized uh, broadcasts. I would find out possibly who we could and couldn't trust, and then approach them on a one-to-one basis. But I mean, if we had the capability of sending a probe to one of the planets that we've in recent years discovered. Uh, around other stars in our mm-hmm. galaxy if we could send a probe you wouldn't necessarily know that if that probe gets to that planet gets into the atmosphere and it's going to send back some information to us that actually you should discover there is a civilization on that planet that go oh what the hell's that let's <laughs> shoot it down so your your intention might not be to send a probe out to do anything more than to just get some kind of uh, scientific feedback as to yeah. uh, the makeup of the atmosphere and the, and the, and the you know, what that planet's like, yeah. and then you never going to know that you've chosen a planet that's got a species on it that's got capability of taking it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true, and it also brings me to another point, and that is 
why have we not investigated uh, the Black Knight satellite more? I've, I've heard of that and I've yeah. seen images of that, but I can't say that I've... Uh, For the listeners at home, what's that? Go right, OK, so it's, <laughs> um, it's an object in um, near-Earth orbit. It was first discovered by... I might be wrong on this, but I think it was Tesla, actually. Oh. Uh, oh, that's not... how they got the technology for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, until you get one of them I, Tesla bots in your I house. I think he might actually be an alien. Nice. Yeah. Right. Okay. But anyway, yeah, it was discovered years ago. Um, South Africa is a weird place. He pulls his face, <laughs> pulls his face off. It was discovered decades ago um, by an astronomer. It's been up there ever since. Yeah, I've seen images of From it. From certain angles, it does it look a little ship-like. alien. Yeah, it looks ship-like. Um, I think I've seen the photo, yeah. And I'm sorry, but if we can get a, a, a spaceship up to a space station with that kind of precision, why haven't we not gone in and had a closer look exactly. at this I've never this heard satellite. of this before. You haven't? I've no, seen the picture. It's almost like a silhouette. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called the Black Knight because from certain angles it looks like a, a chess piece of the, <laughs> of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose the argument would be, for example, let's just say that the Black Knight satellite is a piece of space junk and scientists, they go, come on guys, it's just a piece of junk for left over from the, you know, the space race. Um, and everybody else has got this, ooh, it's some kind of space thing. Modern. And they're going to say, well, the reason we've not bothered to send anything to look at it it's because there's no point it's just a piece of space junk they <laughs> have said that they've received radio signals from it that was going to be one of my you points you do get radio signals from naturally occurring in mm-hmm. space so mm-hmm. it, it could be that I, I, was, I was sorry carry on jack i was going to say as a planet we're quite loud aren't we we're sending out signals oh gosh all yeah the time. Yes. all the time and how course. much have we ever how much have we actually got back from anywhere else is there anything uh, there was the, there was the wow signal yeah the wow signal yeah, i was listening uh, to that recently yeah, actually uh, that came it's very alien like sounding it just, but like it's, it's just a natural occurrence hmm. yeah they haven't been able to say that that was or it wasn't yeah uh something that's being picked up but you're quite right i mean we're sending there we're pumping out stuff all time 24 7 these yeah. days mm. bad choice on our first signal that ever sent out though Hitler's speech during the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, the first thing they'll see, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, you've got, uh, but that, that, I think somebody mentioned this earlier in the conversation about, uh, uh, you know, would should if we're sending a signal out there, should should we be making contact? Mm. Is that the right thing to do? Because we've we've basically sent out. Uh, uh, on uh, voyages and things, you know, images of the human race and how, you know, in kind of a condensed form condensed form that hopefully advanced races will be able to read we basically told them where we are and what we're like and like a record as well yeah it's a golden record yeah yeah um so that, that <laughs> I can see how that might be of concern if you have a more aggressive uh, I think there might be that actual I say either exploratory or aggressive but there kind of is maybe a middle ground for ones that want to contact but then want to be you know more commercial in we want to trade with you but we we want to basically end up dominating and so taking so over your so society an alien version of arthur daly yeah, t- <laughs> <laughs> as not to or, the, all the trotters tesla bots yeah, tesla Musk was actually we're gonna we're, we're gonna slowly infiltrate so yeah. that you don't notice it happening you're going to go from where only about 100 or 150 years ago you would have burnt people for being a witch and now you're carrying around a computer in your pocket and not thinking second well, second nature of it you know? is, didn't you, <laughs> Elon Musk, we're going to get you used to all this technology before you become our slaves i think he, <laughs> he founded we had quite a big part in paypal didn't he elon musk so maybe he was setting up like the 
cryptocurrency and yeah, online I, money. I was, on the way up here, walking up the road, I was actually thinking about something similar, and that is, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if aliens were going to visit here and they did want to slowly infiltrate into... Well, the... you mentioned earlier you felt they'd already been here. Yeah. So surely yeah. that's part... If they've already been here, that's we would have heard, I think they have heard about been it. Here. They would have revealed um, themselves if people wanted. But there's, they've got to look at when is the best time to reveal themselves. Have you got to wait for a society to become get to a certain level? Do you think? Yeah, and again, we mentioned Star Trek earlier. That's exactly what their first contact protocol is. They mm. they will only contact another race if they reach a certain point. But surely, which is, the problem with the human race as it stands at the moment, we've 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 got very high tech. Um, civilizations, you know, there's, there's, there's societies with, on our planet which we live in a high-tech world, cutting-edge technology. That's high-tech to us. Though. Yeah, but at the same time, we have societies on our planet that are still totally medieval in mm. their mindset. So, so you know, you, 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 you can't... Why it's not like... Pyramids. You know, when you talk Star <laughs> Trek, you kind of assume every planet that they go and visit, the whole planet is this one... Level of yeah. society. It's just what they can. Yeah, the, the federation is one level of society, but actually we live in a very, very multiple leveled society yeah, on yeah. the earth. True. You know, so you might say that a certain section of humans are at that level where we're, they would accept, welcome in, and be able to deal with a high intelligent extraterrestrial life form. But there are others that would still be getting their pitchforks out and wanting to charge them down and, and uh, destroy them as if they're Frankenstein's monster. Mm. You see what I mean? So, I mean, would a would a extraterrestrial um, life form look at us as we are right now in the 23rd century and say, this is the time? Or are we, or are we still too much of a mixed up bunch? Well, talking about being the right time, and this might blow your mind a little bit. Go for it. I'm ready. We're ready. You ready, Zach? The last, sure. <laughs> the last time when there was a sudden increase in UAP sightings mm -hmm. was during the Second World War. Okay. Now, you could put that down to the fact that everybody was looking up for bombers and fighters. Yeah. Don't look up. That was a, that was a good movie. <laughs> that was um, or you could just put that down to the fact that it was war. Yeah. Now, we've got Ukraine going on at the moment. We've got possibly China and Taiwan going on at the moment. And then all of a sudden, this happens as well. Is that a coincidence well, or not? Certainly the, Jap the Chinese um, spy balloon is undeniably Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we still don't know about these other, other three at the mm. moment. I think it's, it's unusual because these other three, they just haven't released any other information on yeah. them. No, that's, that's yeah. why everyone's theorising about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's why we came in the studio tonight and we thought we'd kick this about a bit. Yeah. And with satellite yeah. technology, I can't believe it's not that difficult to find where these uh, these objects have crashed, landed. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think it's surveillance now. You see everything on this planet, so it's difficult for something yeah. to yeah. fly in and out and not be seen. At I all. mean, I'm going to go home straight away and look on Google Earth, see if it's been updated for the Yukon yet. Right. See, uh, see, that's the thing. Even today, everybody's got a phone in their pocket with video. Mm. But unfortunately, whenever we see these bits of videos of supposedly it's a, a UFO or I saw an alien, or with all due respect, a Bigfoot, it's always really bad footage. <laughs> Even though everybody's got like these super, <laughs> super phones in their pockets. Mm. And why can't we actually see a decent clip? You know? I think a lot of it comes down as people don't know how to use their phones properly as a camera. Right. I mean, the first thing I would do is if I saw something is 
steady myself on something, a solid object, so it's not shaking around all over the place. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of people, I mean, you say with Bigfoot, they're usually running through the forest away from whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I suppose you'd do the same if it was aliens. Apart from the ones that want to go up on top of buildings and go, we love you, (laughs) we love you. Bring back out Just imagine if that was filmed now, everyone would be filming. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be signs, yeah. it would be cameras. cameras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, everyone observing all this stuff, these amazing things that are happening through above them through screen. their phone. Mm. Mind <laughs> you, that's a, one step away from the metaverse, surely, isn't it? Where, yeah, people go to concerts and they are, the concert's <laughs> happening in front of them, but they'll look through their phone and look at their phone screen because they can hold their arms up higher and they're observing it through a piece of technology. So all you're doing with the metaverse is you're slapping on a headset so you can Mm. observe life through this new dimension. What Um, if we are in the VR universe and these aliens are just coming to check on us to make sure we're still... Okay. I so so came. this me poking Zach is I'm just poking pixels. It's just neuro, yeah, it's just yeah. I'm, he's I'm, feeling I'm, it. I'm just he's in a, a pod somewhere. Have you seen <laughs> being that, a battery that show on Netflix where it was like they it's like a nature documentary where they go to distant planets. I forget. What yes, I, I did. I One did. of the last episodes of that was like a super super advanced race, and they were literally just brains in fish tanks. It was it was an interesting episode. <laughs> Well, that, that's, but that is the other thing. We talk, we, we've mentioned briefly about uh, Tesla bots, etc. But um, that's the thing, AI, development of AI, and as it develops, that uh, surely that is one of the possi- possible ways that you can then become a race that can go through interstellar distances, depending on the technology of your propulsion system. But if you can actually take your digital mind and upload it into a... Mm-mm. Carriage, such as a, a, a an robot Android type thing, yeah. That then you can replace all its working parts. You can literally become immortal in that sense. Mm-hmm. A yeah, digital if, self. If, if, if you can take yourself out of the biological, you've moved away from aliens. Come out, come out, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but we're talking about alien races, so maybe an alien race is that. Maybe an alien race is a, a biological, a biological race that has become a technological race yeah. that has then moved away from its biological husks and said, well, if we can put our consciousness which when we think our brains work on digital input um that if we can put ourselves within that matrix so that now we are basically you know immortal because we skynet cybermen yeah but (laughs) and and you you know so you know there's all possibilities we're kicking around the scene in Maybe that's what it is. You'd you'd be dealing with an alien race that isn't biological anymore, that's actually technological. technological. Mm. But then would a race like that actually see us any more than bacteria scratching around on this planet that is actually full of wonderful, wonderful uh, resources that we can build even more of us with? But we don't want these fleshy, fleshy water bags. (laughs) We don't need those. Get rid of them. Or maybe if they are more machine than man now maybe they're looking for hosts Ooh. <laughs> they want their fleshy bags back and I have my fleshy bag <laughs> now, in that I sense, my fleshy bag to myself from the like, religious and like deity kind of perspective would a certain degree of the population kind of want that well, my, my would they submit guarantee there will be some people who want yeah. that would you have new, were you saying would you have new religions popping up would you say I feel like well you had the um Oh, what were they called? The Jedi's. No, <laughs> we've had them in the last twenty years um, as a religion. There was a cult, wasn't there? That in America, Scientology. No, they they believed that if they 
committed suicide. suicide. Oh. They would then ascend to a meteorite that was Jones, passing it. Something Jones. Um, I forget what they were called, but that was a similar thing. That was like a religion based around aliens. Yeah. Right, so that was quite a small example, but... Well, you say a religion. It becomes a cult when it's just... Oh, why? Oh, I can't remember their names. So how do you think that first contact would affect people that are really strong in their religious beliefs? My the, question was going to be, if it, we woke up tomorrow yep. and we found out aliens were on the planet and they were making contact with us, how long would it be before people realised that they didn't need to go to work in the morning or, like you were saying, with religion... Do they go to church in the morning and still pray to God, or do they? Well, how long does it take before people go? Actually, this is all meaningless now because we've figured out that there's something else. Well, what if those those aliens themselves that come to us and say, "Well, actually, we believe in the Great Green Arkle seizure. That's what rules the universe, and mm. you're all wrong anyway." So, <laughs> or they say, "No, we've gone beyond the need for religion. There is no God." Well, we are your gods. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if they turn around and said, well, we are, yeah, would people suddenly We've go... We've been here okay, for thousands of years, like... Worship us now. Yeah, those pyramids over there, yeah, we made those. We, yeah. That was us. Yeah, <laughs> damn, we, we forgot about those. We kind of left them behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, it's a fascinating thing just to see how people would, you know, because we have so many religions and they all, a lot of them, let's face it, don't interact well with each other. No. You know, um, and I've always had this thought... Slam me down if you like, but if you have all the different religions in one room, I kind of feel that everybody is looking at everybody else saying, I will tolerate you, but you're wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. all be right. It's cause... kind of opening this kind of Pandora's box of possibilities. Heaven's Gate. Sorry, that was what they were called. Heaven's Gate was the name oh, of the okay. I remember <laughs> the, the other name of the Bigfoot. Yes. Zanu. Zanus. Zanus. Oh, okay. Zanus. <laughs> um, so, 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 so that's the thing. So would it put such a fly in the ointment if you have an alien race? And they said, well, actually, you know, the, hmm. we are a, obviously um, extraterrestrial to you, but we also know of uh, 12,000 other different extraterrestrial races that we have met in oh, our yeah. travels. And, uh, you know... Yeah, you're not special. You. You're not yeah. special, you know. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, that would cause... Uh, I, I would assume that would cause a lot of people to rethink things. But at the same time, it's a bit like when you've got people that believe so strongly in conspiracy theories, ergo, like, people who are so convinced the Earth is flat, that it doesn't matter what evidence you give to them, whatever you try and tell them, you, you're never going to change it. their mind. Yeah. Because they'll... They'll believe this. I've invested so much of my life and belief in this thing. I'm not changing it now. Yeah. Just because you've suddenly popped up. It's going to be, it would be a very interesting situation to be in. So if you guys woke up tomorrow morning yep. and they were here mm -hmm. and they offered you the opportunity to go with them. Close encounters style. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Right, would you go? Uh... I, I hmm. okay. Let me <laughs> let me let me, me. Ref <laughs> let, let, let me change the end of that. Would you go if they turn around and said we can get you back by next week? Oh, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah, if so. I didn't have well, a guarantee of coming back, that'd be a bit more worrying. Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, it's a different. Could I, it be uh, like a prisoner exchange, alien for a human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See, yeah. I know. I would love to go on that adventure. Mm. I would say that I wouldn't want to be separated from my family. Mm. And I kind of think that Zach, you'd probably go, yeah, I'd like to do that. But I can guarantee you 100% that Tina wouldn't. Because yeah. she, wouldn't she wouldn't leave her cats. 
<laughs> See, let's, let's well, all right, you can. There's enough space on the spaceship. If you can take the cats, <laughs> fine. Well, the same but, with... but that's why I wouldn't be able to go because I couldn't leave Teenies. Turns out the cats. So I'll be, I'll be, I'm, I'm the same with my dog. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave my yeah. dog. I'll be stuck. So I'll be saying, well, I can't go because if my family can't go, just the aliens on the spaceship. Which one's the human? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> what are these? The cats would take over. That's it. They would be sitting in the driver's seat before you know yeah. it. Going, this is mine. Well, <laughs> finally, finally, the cats the, have taken over. The Egyptians used to worship cats. Yeah, and a lot of people say the Egyptians also worshipped aliens. Well, so, the Sphinx is a cat with a human head. Yeah, so. maybe. Uh, I thought that was um, aliens. An Anubis. Cats are um, well, they have lots of out. different gods, but Egyptian people they, generally. At a later period, they fashioned it into a pharaoh's head mm. from a jackal. Was jackal as well? So. Yeah. Or oh, there's a secret underground Thing. place underneath <laughs> it, anyway. The pyramids are supposedly two-sided. They're like diamonds. <laughs> um, I, I did. I did watch something recently, um, and they've connected. Gravity um, was different back then. <laughs> well, no, because they used quantum yeah. locking. <laughs> they had Well, in Stargate, weren't they like landing platforms yes, for the ships? That, the, the ships yeah. lo- sort of basically sat on top of the pyramids. Yeah. yeah. They had a recess that the pyramid went into. Oh, I quite like that film. Yeah. It's a very good film. Watched it the other week. But no, they've, um, they've taken key elements of the Egyptian pyramids, the pyramids in Guatemala, which I've been to. Beautiful place. Scary monkeys. And the it's pyramids... The Guatemala. <laughs> monkeys are scary. The howler monkeys. The howler monkeys. Right. <laughs> who hang around the temples. Right, okay. Um, and um, I think it's... Uh, Just random uh, scary the, monkeys coming <laughs> up. <laughs> the temples in um, the Philippines, I think it is. Um, and they all have very similar main entrances um, to the size and of the doorways and how it proportions to the actual temple itself right is so. it true as well and they're, they're kind virtually of, identical they're in like a perfect line around the globe as well is that true um I, I, they did talk about that i mean I there are meant exactly. to be exactly i don't not say meant to be there are hundreds of pyramids in north africa aren't there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. over the place I found out there was one in scotland of, the other day a pyramid yeah. in scotland yeah i have to visit <laughs> I was going. thinking the same thing. Yeah. Show on the um, no, I think it's quite a modern thing compared to the other ones, though. But um, yeah, it's it's in the middle of one of the state park forests up there. Right. Okay. Maybe that's where I think he's retiring to. Mm-hmm. Leader of the SNP. Oh, she's, oh she's, 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 she's retiring to the pyramid. <laughs> she's shoot up in the empire. That's what it is. It's, the, it's because, of the, because of these shot down Tic Tacs. Yeah. She's going to write the games up. Yeah. That's it. Get out of I'll out get out of it. <laughs> Where's your pyramid? <laughs> We're all looking over to America. It's uh, that, that, the whole time. That would explain a lot. It would. <laughs> <laughs> I always reckon she had a secret base underneath uh, the whole castle. Gaining independence, that's what she was <laughs> trying to do. <laughs> oh, I've had enough of these, these well, humans now. I, I've it? seen more than a few memes that say she looks like a hairless Wookiee. Oh, don't Ooh. be mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> We're not mean on the, on the Now We Know show. Sorry if you're listening, Nicholas yes. Sturgeon. Nicholas Sturgeon, that's it. <laughs> we lost the subscriber then. That's it. That's it. We've now been targeted by the whole of the extraterrestrial um, <laughs> war flotilla. And the, Sorry, and Nicola. I actually think you're quite attractive. That's it. The and Now We Know show podcast suddenly disappears. We now know why. We also have no Scottish audience anymore. <laughs> yeah, it won't be, it won't be Nicola Sturgeon. It'd be the Men in Black. That's the thing. Would, would our minds be wiped if we were exposed to seeing aliens? Have we already seen aliens and they've just put something in the air to make us forget well like i said i i, I saw the, the three lights years ago but i did see something else in the last four years which 
was even more clear to me. And it was it was local to where I live, Stevenage. Um, I would say it was about half a mile away from me. So I, I take my dog out into the garden last thing at night before I go to bed. And I look up into the sky and I see something up there. And I thought, that's a bit weird. So I take the dog back in and I grab, I've got a high powered pair of binoculars. Um, and I grabbed them and I went back out into the garden and used them and looked up. And this object uh, was now, it wasn't alone. It had been um, surrounded by helicopters. Helicopters? Ooh. Yes. And I, I heard the helicopters. Right. And this object was just sitting, sitting there. And um, I mean, I, I couldn't get a photograph, but I could see it clear as day. I did do a quick sketch of what I saw that night, Ooh, if you gentlemen want to yeah, see yeah. it. Please do, please do. Um, no, that's my rotor. <laughs> you know, while while uh, Glenn's looking for his picture, the uh, I do remember. I think it was Asimov who said that if you took a flashlight out into your garden and flashed it on and off nine times into the sky and waited, you'd get a reply. Oh, God, do that. Yeah, so a lot of people do yes, that. Get the zoom nowadays. <laughs> so that's what I saw. Oh right. Okay. Oh wow. And then when I went back out, that's what I saw. Right, so you got helicopters surrounding, sort so of almost like a gyroscopic. Kind of looks like thing. the Liberator from Blake Seven. Well, it looks, it kind, kind of reminds of. me of some kind well, of gyroscope. I, I described it as more of um, an atom, with okay. the, yeah, the centre bit I being see. a nucleus. Yeah. It or, didn't move. Or a pretzel. It was a pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a very large balloon animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I would have said from certain angles it looked like. So did you an, report an that at all? I went on local social media and said, "Is anybody else seeing this?" Yep. Um, I got no reply. Oh, well, they they immediately intercepted. It was quite you late and, at night. They intercepted you, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. And wiped it. Mm. So right, cut off all communications on this one. Mm. Surprised you didn't get put in FB jail for that. <laughs> Someone knocked to the door, wipes your memory, and that's, that's it. it. And that's the only thing you've got. It's the only thing you've got left is your picture. <laughs> yeah. At least you did that. You, obviously, whatever it was prompted you enough to draw your picture. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So, let's sum up on this subject. We all feel that extraterrestrial life in one form or another exists. Mm. Uh, we hope that it doesn't come to our planet on conquest. Although, to be fair, like, you know. What? <laughs> Could they Won't do be the a worst, worst job on our government? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, fair enough. Might shake things up a bit. Shake things up, change leaders. You know, it might be just what we need after Brexit. But again, I mean, quickly going back to that, the the false flag incident. Yep. Um, one of the reasons they were looking at doing this false flag with the aliens is to bring about all the governments getting on together and possibly coming together as a one world order. The Illuminati. Oh, back on, well, we did, yeah. uh, if you haven't listened, we did one on secret societies a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Go and listen to it. Uh, so, one world order. We're going back to the, the big, uh, what's it called, the, the main um, conspiracy theory at the moment, which is the... Uh, the Great Reset. The Great Reset. Great. That's yeah. it. Thank you for kicking in with that one. Okay. You've been listening to me, haven't you? <laughs> I have. Yeah, the Great, the great Reset. So, could this... Could this all be part of to get us all ready for the, the sudden reveal mm. that we're not alone. I saw a conspiracy the other day. <coughs> you saw a conspiracy? So, oh, I saw, I read you something read. about how games consoles are so advanced now, like VR and games consoles, they're basically training the younger generation to use alien technology. Uh, for well, that, that's, that's something that's come up 
mm. for, for over, over a long period of time. People have said that about all, a lot of tech. Well, yeah, I'm going to be useless then because I'm a complete <laughs> technophobe. <laughs> <laughs> they will wheedle us out, you know. They, they don't say that. I still have trouble with a calculator. We're really good at using technology, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> oh masters and overlords. <laughs> we can do it. Give us a chance. And subscribe. That's just a learning process. <laughs> it's just a learning process. <laughs> and on, I think on that note, we will hope that our alien overlords treat us well. And finish off with... Word of the Week. Word of the yeah. Week. Okay, we right. so the Word of the Week was Mumpsimus. You've had time to think about Mumpsimus. What do you think that means? Mumpsimus. I think it's the alien race that's about to attack. <laughs> oh, no. We're, getting, we're being invaded by the Mumpsimus. <laughs> I think it's um, a term that describes somebody which is uh, easily perplexed. Ooh. Ooh. They've, been, they've been actions so far, haven't they? So uh, I, think, I think it's an action. What's this one again? So the opposite to what Mump, I said. Mumpsimus. Mumpsimus. Nope. I'm going to wide berth on this one. Yeah, I'm not. Okie dokie. Keep thinking of Jack and his suggestion it needs cream. <laughs> it does need cream. Mumpsimus is an incorrect view on something that a person refuses to let go of. An incorrect right. view. So, a flat earther. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> flat earthers, you are now known as... Mumpsimus. Mumpsimuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, this has been a great chat. I mean, I'm glad we pulled ourselves together to have this really up to the, up to the minute uh, chit-chat about uh, possible, uh, um, you know extraterrestrial intervention mm. um, but something's got to come out of this because here we are right now at this moment as you said earlier Glenn information could come out that could literally change things tomorrow mm. we're going to have to come back as the information comes out about these UAPs we're going to have to come back and chat about this again aren't we yeah I mean just for all the listeners out there just just remember if it does come out if the government does admit they're out, out there just Remember where you are when you hear it, because it's going to be historical. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. Mm. Oh, it certainly would. It certainly would. I have to do a podcast on it. Yeah. <laughs> Invite one in as a special guest. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that'd do well for views, isn't it? Yeah, maybe they can. Alien does podcast. Oh, yeah. interview yeah. with yeah. Right. the first if you're, ever alien podcast. If you're listening, the Now We Know show got in there first, okay? We, <laughs> yeah. We've booked you. If you're hearing this, if we haven't got, like, redacted by now. <laughs> obviously in the studio we don't have any windows, we're just hoping there's not a very large bright light over the top of us as we speak. With it, as, it, as it's slowly petaling open, <laughs> charging up. <laughs> okay, I think we better go get, go get, just get out of it quick, guys. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe to this channel and comment below any suggestions of topics or activities you'd like to listen to in future episodes. You can find the Now We Know Show podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts. Check out the Zach Wild Productions social media pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter or visit the Zach Wild Productions website at www.zachwildproductions.com. Please get in contact, we'd love to find out how you're listening to us. So get in touch in the comments and don't forget to check out Zach Wild Productions on Patreon to become an official ZWP patron today. So that's a big live long and prosper from Buzz. That's a big alien goodbye from Zach. That's a big extraterrestrial goodbye from Jack. I'm going home. <laughs> He's the alien. He's the alien. <laughs> <laughs> he just ascends up the top. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>